0: This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm
1: the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the warning program. Whether you're listening on radio, shortwave, watching on television, social media, welcome. I have with me Apostolic Leader Eric Hurd. Eric, welcome back.
2: Thank you for having me, Dr. Hansen.
1: Now, ladies and gentlemen, we are in such a deplorable situation today in the United States and around the world. We could have a program 24-7 and never cover it all. It's covered under the cloak of secrecy, uh, lies, intimidation. I'll tell you what, if people did it in the light, they'd be arrested. Eric, I don't think people know in most countries, including our own, what their leaders are doing or what their government is doing to actually take away their freedoms.
2: Well, I know, Dr. Hanson, um, in other countries, we've sent you some clips before that other countries are rising up, and, um, and that's great, but the American media is, uh, there's a blackout in the American media, unfortunately. So programs like uh, yours and others are rising to prominence. People are tired of the mainstream media, and God is exposing the lies of the wicked ones who are losing their grip. And I believe that because they're losing their grip and and mind control, that they are going to drastic measures right now to uh, go scorch earth.
1: Wow. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you need to support programs that are giving you the truth. You need to support World Ministries International. If you really enjoy this program, it's on Monday through Sunday. We desperately need your support. Uh, We are thousands, in fact, $50,000 short of meeting budget. And we need your support. My website is www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org. You can give a variety of ways, including PayPal, including Zelle. If you give by Zelle, the email is warning at world. Ministries.org. That's warning at worldministries.org. Now, Eric, I'm going to read you some headlines. It says, Worse than war, an estimated 500,000 Americans have lost their lives to the C19 injections. If we use standard underreporting factors from our vaccine event reporting system, the current tally now is 509 thousand Americans have lost their lives due to the vaccine. Dr. Peter McClellan is an internist, a cardiologist, and our chief scientist officer at the wellness company. Eric?
2: Yes, sir. They believe that it's more, Dr. Hansen, that uh, this is a lowball number. They're saying that the virus reporting system is only giving less than 1%. And so they're trying to, again, cook the books and Uh, The powers that shouldn't be trying to fudge at numbers because it's out of control right now. And we're praying and believing God, unfortunately, that more uh, people will have courage. Doctors, nurses will have courage to say, you know, no more with this. We need to come forth. We're praying that their conscience be pricked. Uh, Eventually, it's going to spill out where they cannot deny uh, what they have done to the American people and people around the world.
1: Wow. Alarming cancer signals. Post-vaccine rollout. They're coming in from left and right. Says I got a call from an OBGYN from a highly jab state shared Dr. Ryan Cole. She said, is there a better system than VARS? Because I am seeing smooth muscle tumors in the vaginal tract and in the uterus at rates I have never seen in my career. Eric?
2: Yes, sir. Here it is again. Uh, Those injections, you don't want to call them a vaccine. Their injections are exacerbating uh, exacerbating, uh, uh, pre-existing disease and infections. And because of the lowering of the immune system, the immune system is under attack. Then These uh, cancer cells can uh, proliferate. uh, And they're saying very quickly so, you can hear your friends saying, Oh, that person has cancer now. Well, I thought they were over cancer. No, you know, it's come back. So, this is what they're seeing right now, uh, witnessing and seeing all over the places. Uh, cancer rates are just skyrocketing.
1: Wow. You know, I'm looking at another headline. It says, Deadly chemicals in the at home COVID test. We know this. Huge red peel for normies.
2: Eric. Yeah, this, uh, yeah, this uh, sodium azide, I saw that uh, last year, and I did some research on sodium azide. Apparently, it's a very toxic chemical that sterilizes the uh, uh, surgical instruments, and just a very small amount of these, this chemical is very, very dangerous, and so these people are constantly sticking this up their noses, they're inhaling uh, the sodium azide, and not even knowing you know, that it's in the, the, uh, the home test, which is another deception why they're putting this type of chemical into a home uh, so-called CV-19 test.
1: Wow. You know, I've done 15, 20 years of conferences and using professionals such as members of the House or attorneys that fight in the Supreme Court and how we've reported... E- you know, different agencies that are trying to depopulate, including the Georgia Guidestones, uh, want to take the world all the way down to 500 million. And uh, people don't realize that literally we have people trying to hurt us, trying to get us filled with disease that kills us. I know, Eric, it seems hard to believe, but that is what is going on.
2: Well, yes, Dr. Hanson, it's uh, cognitive dissonance, and it's regret, many regret, it's uh, denial that people have allowed themselves to be deceived. And it's uh, it really is a phenomenon, people are saying, while the children, I think over 96 children in Canada have died after the injection, and over 132 around that that area of doctors have died. So why aren't the people? I really thought, Dr. Hansen that once the children begin to, you know, have demise, that parents and people all over the world would just rise up. But there's uh, a psychological warfare that goes along with this whole rollout, uh, this demonic mind control that has people paralyzed, uh, many people not to do anything, but to accept it. Uh, I think it's Stockholm Syndrome uh, does that as well.
1: Well, I think you you named it on the head, demonic. I think... The world and and the Americans are under such a spirit of deceivableness because they've rejected the truth for so long, described in Romans 1. If you reject the truth, you've become a victim to deceivableness so you can believe a lie. And, uh, you know, the Bible talks about demons and uh, being unleashed, especially in the last days. And the world is coming under a spiritual deceivableness. Uh, Not only are the people, leaders, flat lying, but we've lost all discernment as people are serving these demons. And uh, they might not recognize it, but they are serving demons demonic forces there's no discernment even in the christian church most of the church today has no discernment they use what they think is common sense they go in complacency they want to be accepted live and let live when when this is a sin. We don't live and let live. I mean, society's morality, we cannot condone. We don't just accept it. If you accept it, you are as guilty as they are as far as
2: condoning sin. Eric? Yes. Anytime that you go to war, you have to define who the enemy is. And what made guerrilla warfare is so effective is that they didn't have uniforms you didn't know who you were dealing with friend or foe they could smile at you but be strapped with explosives so we are in a spiritual battle according to ephesians 6 and 12 and we need to have on the whole armor of god we need to have the holy spirit who leads us and guides us into all truth and his job is one of his uh, jobs is to show us things to come So we have great deceivableness, as you said, great deception because they didn't love the truth, and it's going to get greater. The Bible says if it were possible, even the very elect would be deceived.
1: You know, Matt Wash uh, writes, uh, everybody says they have no choice but to conform and to accept uh, powerlessness, but that is the lie. That gives all the other lies their malign force. The ordinary man may not be able to overturn the kingdom of lies, but he can at least say that he is not going to be its loyal subject. Acceptance and tolerance are treated by today's culture as interchangeable. Our culture demands acceptance more than that celebration of all lifestyles and life choices to accept according to the dictionaries, to give approval and to regard as proper. The culture is attempting to dictate that the church must do more than tolerate. It must accept as an acquiescence to scripture defines as sin.
2: Uh, Eric? Well, the wages of sin, Dr. Hanson, is death. And this is what we're seeing all around us. Uh, death in the spiritual realm. People cannot, again, um, tell right from wrong and wrong from right. And so for evil to prevail it's for good men to do nothing. And complicity, complicity is, uh, it's complicit to tyrants. If we don't say something, we don't sound the alarm, you know, one soul at a time. I tell people and talk with them and I find out where they are and I give them common sense. But we finding that even in America and around the world, so much in America, I think America has been really, uh, brainwashed and uh, using the MK ultra technique of the Nazi Germany's through the CIA and also through the American media. If they say things long enough uh, they have found that it can become truth. And so people have to disconnect from the mainstream media and even all the other voices that's out there today. There comes a time when you and I, we have to really say, look, what are you saying beyond the chatter And not only that, okay, we understand what's going on. Now, what is the strategy on what to do about all of this assault that's going on? You know, they're finding out, uh, Dr. Hansen, that that people who were unvaccinated are having the same blood as those who were inoculated. And they're finding also that the spraying campaign with these chemtrails have some of the same uh, metals that they're finding in the blood of people and they're recommending that people do uh, chelations, EDTA chelation, to pull the metals out. But again, this is a basically an uh, all-out of salt. This is transhumanism. And so we must stand up and tell the truth no matter what.
1: Well, I totally agree. You know, Matt Wash, again, on Church of Cowards, a wake-up call to complacent Christians on homosexuality. Many Christians want to find harmony between a Christian view and a worldly view. No such harmony exists. In agreeing with society's morality, one automatically leaves the Christian view behind because the two are in direct opposition to each other. Nothing we do is morally neutral. Eric?
2: Yes, sir. And uh, I've had time and uh, had the opportunity to speak with people who are uh, um, have this lifestyle. And we always come from a standpoint of love because all... Uh, unrighteousness is sin and whether it's adultery whether it's fornication it's all sin so we need to let the people know that this is a deception from the enemy and there can be no uh merging Uh, truth is truth and wrong is wrong and therefore the people that are even in government who are of this persuasion because of the perverse perversiveness of their behavior it bleeds off into every decision that they make everything is perverted and so um, I had a, sent you an article about uh, they want to prove in the, one of the European countries where it's okay to have sex with animals. And we know that Leviticus 18 talks about the proper way that we should conduct ourselves concerning our sexuality. So, again, there is no middle ground. We stand what we believe. We preach the truth in love. And we try to persuade those people because some of these people, Dr. Hanson, God's been dealing with me about this, that they're victims. They're not necessarily perpetrators. But they're victims, and they grow up to, um, you know, to perpetrate upon other people. But again, they were uh, introduced to this type of lifestyle at an early age. So we have to be very sensitive and uh, speak the truth in love.
1: Well, we must speak the truth, but we must speak the truth. Uh, Cowardliness in Scripture is a big deal, a very big deal. Cowards are listed first in the line of unbelievers, murderers immoral idolaters, etc, who will not inherit the kingdom of God, Revelation 21:8. The mark of a Christian is that he stands for the truth in order to be saved. Second 2 Thessalonians 2:10. 2, Silence is not an option. Compassion has taken on a new meaning, as in "Shut up and go with the flow. It has been tainted and corrupted to mean tolerance and acceptance genuine love, genuine compassion never enables sin. Our acceptance or tolerance of sin is mistakenly seen as courage, but in fact, it is actively hurting the sinner who we fail to confront. Where is the moral obligation of the Christian who does not attempt to show a sinner his sin and help him to conquer it?
2: Eric? Absolutely. And this is what uh, the Lord would want us to do, as you know, that he said with publicans and sinners, uh, the woman who was taken in adultery. He says, uh, you know, who who are thine, where are thine accusers? Go and sin no more. And I again set with all type of people because I was a part of that before I gave my uh, life to the Lord. So I understand that God wants people set free. And if you come with that angle that God loves you and you have been deceived and this is the plan of God for your life and God wants you born again and you tell them that. And now the decision is on them. But again, we cannot be afraid. We don't accept the man. I mean, some of them the churches uh, accept the man. They accept the man as preachers and bishops and popes and all sorts of things. This is not of God, and it is, uh, it is wrong, and it's an abomination to God. And we have to be that light. If we're not that light, Dr. Hansen, then we're good for nothing to, than to be tread upon. And so we have to be that beacon of light. We have to tell even that our flesh is uncomfortable. We must tell the truth because we love the souls.
1: Uh, David Wilkerson would call these type of pastors that condone sin wolves. And uh, I'll tell you what, we have wolves behind the pulpit today. Walsh makes the point that there is a reason why repent and believe was Jesus' first message. And he then points out that John the Baptist, Paul and Peter all emphasized this repentance command. There's no such thing as saying, I believe in Jesus and then disobeying Jesus. He spent three years telling you how to live. And now you say it doesn't matter. All we have to do is believe mentally. Then did he waste his three years telling you how to live? Uh, Work out your salvation with fear and trembling? We must understand that to be a Christian is to follow the teachings of Christ. Eric?
2: Yes, Jesus, I love this scripture, and I usually challenge myself and also challenge other people, Uh, who say they love Jesus and the word love uh, is defined as the care and concern for the welfare and well-being of someone. And if we are concerned about God and we say we love him, we're concerned about his welfare. We want him to be happy. Praise God. We want him to smile upon our lives and we want to be about our father's business. Jesus said, if any man loves me, he will keep my words. Hallelujah. So this is the acid test. Oh, I love Jesus. Well, are you sharing Jesus with people? What are you doing for the kingdom? And I love this saying, and I'm adapting this saying, praise God. That you can take nothing with you, and it's more evident right now uh, to heaven other than souls.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, to believe in Jesus is to believe in his teaching. The de emphasis of obedience is a terrible thing because it is a de emphasis of Christ's very life. Why would he preach and teach for three years? Before his sacrifice, if those teachings were then made useless by the sacrifice itself, uh, there is such a heresy being taught today that his teachings are meaningless. He died on a cross, so continue to sin so grace may abound. This is heresy. This is a damnable teaching by wolves behind the pulpit so you can continue in your sin. Ladies and gentlemen, you're watching, you're listening to The Warning Program. Special guest is Eric Hurt. And we are discussing uh, subjects, what's going on in the world, as well as heresy in the church today. Eric uh Zielinski, wants American soldiers fighting for him. Ukraine needs fresh young Americans to help fight on the ground. The U.S. will have to send their sons and daughters to war and they will be dying. I mean, this is what Zelensky is saying from Ukraine.
2: (laughs) Now, you're talking about demons? (laughs) This man has lost his mind. If you understand what's really going on, this, this... War is so deep and so many layers to the corruption that goes on uh, in Ukraine. They think Ukraine is one of the most corrupt nations in the world. Money laundering, uh, sex trafficking, prostitution. So much is going on over there, bio labs. And you think for a moment that I'm going to send my son over there to be father, father, fodder. Uh, you have really lost your mind.
1: Wow. Montana bill would ban individuals who receive COVID vaccine from donating blood. It says, formally introduced in the Montana State Legislature on February 17, House Bill 645 proposes a misdemeanor offense for anyone who knowingly donates blood products, blood derivatives, human tissue organs, bone-containing, gene-altering proteins, high-count spike proteins from long COVID-19 or other isolates introduced by mRNA or DNA vaccines, mRNA or DNA, chemotherapies, or other novel mRNA or DNA pharmaceutical biotechnologies. Eric?
2: Yes, Dr. Hanson. We see, again, the repercussions of these blood products. I mean, you can't really go to hospital and needing a transfusion right now and trust that the blood is clean. There was someone in Australia, a child, there was an article I was reading, and the mother wanted to supply, they had the same blood type, uh, the parents wanted to supply their own blood for the operation. And they, the doctors rejected it. And the baby had a blood transfusion from the hospital and died as a result, Dr. Hanson.
1: Wow. I'll tell you, there should be repercussions. There should be people arrested. Uh, we talked about before about the Nuremberg trials. I'll tell you what, there, has, there is such a conspiracy. So many people have lost their lives. Eric, there should be trials.
2: There have to be. If we're going to get past this, if there's going to be healing, uh, we have to hold people accountable. And that's even at the lower levels. I explained to someone else before that even the job that I had at uh, one security company and and I had been doing my research and studying and asking the Holy Spirit show me what's going on and, and give me insight into what all oh, this is all about. Even in the beginnings of the CB-19, as I said, I'm going to trust God. I'm not going to get any vaccinations. I had enough. When I was in the military I'm not get any more. So anyway, uh, we had those who were uh, recruiters in our office. And because some clients required people to have vaccines to work and I would rather lose my jobs than get a vaccine that I didn't know what was in it. But they would say, yeah, you can go here. You can go there. They, you know, we recommend that you get it. These people knew nothing about what they were talking about, but coerced and persuaded people, the blind leading the blind to get something they knew nothing about. And this was really sad. I couldn't really say anything in the, uh, you know, my corporate setting there. But again, I just said, I just shook my head inside, said, These people don't, don't <laughs> these people will be held accountable and the blood will be on their hands for encouraging someone else to get the vaccine.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, again, you're watching, listening to the Warning Program, special guest, have been Apostolic Leader Eric Hurd. We need to stop this insanity. Only the church can. I ask you to join Eagle Saving Nations. The goal is to get into the stadiums, the arenas all throughout the United States and into the nations of the world. We need to focus on once again, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, touching the life of the believer with an ongoing infilling. And so they can go forth with power and authority instead of fear and intimidation to speak the truth and lead a mighty repentance throughout this nation. Only the church can stop This nation from coming under God's judgment Only the church can preserve The republic of the United States of America Again, my website www.worldministries.org My phone number 360-629-5248 Besides joining Eagle Saving Nations Give us your very best love offering So we can continue to stay on this local station May God richly bless you